Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I am so excited to talk about spring cleaning and decluttering your environment. I know, I know. We're going in the following weeks talking about decluttering our priorities and time, but I thought I would first start with this conversation. (laughs) Uh, It is something that is near and dear to my heart just like mental clutter, we know this physical clutter steals your focus, makes you feel overwhelmed, distracted, agitated. For me, I feel remarkably anxious when I have lots of things in my field of vision. Your brain is so busy trying to process all the visual stimuli that it can't fully enjoy the moment. And yes, you guys know, that I think, I believe it's important to organize your mind before you start organizing your life. Otherwise, the changes you make will only be temporary. Have you ever spent a bunch of time cleaning something or organizing that pantry only to have it messy again a few weeks later? Well, I have. And it's because we didn't do the thought work that was causing the mess in the first place. We didn't look at why we are over purchasing, overspending. You guys know how you get worked up about the home edit or any other system that that people use um, that they don't explore why they got and messes in the first place. And, And maybe it's because I get why we have clutter on a deep level personally. And we've all seen Mary Kondo. I own so many books about organizing that it's a running joke with my husband um, that those books are contributing to the clutter themselves. But we are all searching for the answer as to why we live in a clutter and why in clutter, not in a clutter, and why it's so hard to change. But please understand that I think that you should declutter your brain first, but we, we have You don't have to wait until your brain is 100% decluttered of all the old thoughts, limiting beliefs, automatic negative thoughts that are holding us back. We can start now and work work to get our physical environment in order while at the same time looking at why we have accumulated stuff, material goods. So we have to decide like why we have the things. If we want to keep it, we have to say goodbye and we have to change. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Living decluttered and organized really requires you to be willing to feel uncomfortable. Living a decluttered life expects you to be intentional and mindful about your brain and your space. We can declutter our homes in less time than you think, I promise, and without feeling completely overwhelmed because that's stopped me before. I am someone who looks at all the clutter in a room and I'm like, well, I gotta stop now before I even get started. It happened to me as a kid and it still happens to me to this day because one of my challenges, my executive function challenges, right? 
planning and prioritization and organization. So it's nothing, it's not a personality, personality defect that I I'm struggle, it's a skill deficit. So we know that our, right, our brain mediates and helps us use our executive skills to organize our environment. But if we're beating ourselves up and saying, I'm not good enough, I don't have the right skills, we're not gonna figure it out, right? We're just not, we, we will struggle. Um, and so I want you to think about your house right now, your physical space, even just the room you're in or the closet that, or the attic or, or like attic, attic or for us, it's the basement or the cabinets underneath the sinks. Um, can you find things? Do you know what you have? Now we want you to think about it. When you think about your space, are you feeling overwhelmed right now? Well, <laughs> me too. Pay attention to that overwhelm because it really matters. I want you to have a house where everything inside of it serves you. You want it there, you like your reason, it serves you and your family members. It's current, it's the best version of you. And so often I think that we get confused about abundance. Our brain, our primitive brain tells us lies about what it is to live an abundant life. You know, um, this month in the Courageous Life Society in April, I don't know when you're listening to this, uh, you might play it in May, but in April in the Courageous Life Society, we are talking about courageous wealth. And we define wealth as a state of abundance, ability to see the abundance all around you. And my courageous wealth challenge is not purchasing anything in the month for 30 days so that I can see and really embrace and notice the abundance that's already all around me. I'm not gonna create more material goods with this false sense of abundance. And I think that's what happens in our homes is that we buy and buy and buy to give us a false sense of what it means to be wealthy, what it means to be all the things, right? There is nothing in your home right now that you have to keep. Oh, friends, you don't have to keep, this was my favorite, the used bottle of moisturizer that gave you a rash legit. That's what I did when I was cleaning out. Um, we did a decluttering challenge in the Courageous Life Society, I think maybe in November. And I um, decluttered two whole closets of the bathroom items like face creams that I had purchased over the years. And it was, it came from guilt that I had spent an obscene amount of money on face things and hair products that I never used, never touched or used it once and then forgot about it. Ding, 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 right? There's that forget about it. And also like I went through it, I would keep it because maybe I, I wouldn't, uh, I could try it again or give it to someone that something that gave me a rash. Um, or like I, I, I live also with someone who keeps things like boxes and old things that he has not touched in 12 years, but still keeps them. So it is also, this is a delicate dance of like letting someone 
be who they are, not dictating their behavior, but it's hard, sweet friends. So how much we can let things go. We can keep our memories and our ideas and say goodbye to things. But we have to decide as we are decluttering if it serves us. So I want you to look around and decide how much waste you have cluttering up your space right now. I'll be honest. I look at my office. I mean, like, look, it's not cluttered behind me. Obviously, if you're listening to this on the podcast, it's what's behind me. And my desk, there's a chair and some knickknacks and some cute little items. But on the other side of this desk, it's a little, I mean, I've got books, I've got stickers, all the things. So I want you to look at that, look at your area and, and, and just know that what is happening, um, what you need to do. Um, and I want you to listen to what your primitive brain says to you. I don't know where to begin. That's always one of my favorites. Uh, there is, I don't know if I can let it go. I might need it at a later date. Someone might else might need it at a later date. I don't even know how. I've never been an organizer. That's my favorite thought. I don't know what to do with it all. I like, or my husband's going to be mad that I got rid of this stuff that he got me or my mother or fill in the blank. And we're going like, I'm going to give you four steps. And, and it is the force, this is the, these are the steps that you're going to hear me talk about next week on how to declutter your priorities. These are the steps on how to declutter your time. These are the steps on how to declutter your thoughts. These steps are universal. Um, we just need to do them. This is the thing. We hear these things and we think about them, but how do we put it into practice? So you might want to hit pause on this and, and relist and, and play it again when you are in your physical environment to practice this. So you're going to name the area of the home that you're going to work on today. Uh, we did it for 10 minutes a day. Um, we decluttered 10 minutes a day, either our thoughts, our physical environment. I did it, my physical environment. And here's what your brain's going to be like. What can I do in 10 minutes? A heck of a lot. Why would I even bother for 10 minutes? Because you should. It's baby steps. We know it's the small changes over time that make a difference. It's not the giant day out cleaning. You do this work bit by bit over time and it will matter. So you're gonna name it, get everything out. You're gonna name it by looking at it. By the, you're gonna get it in a staging area, in a pile. It, it's really like we're doing a thought download. We're naming it all. We're gonna get it all out, right? Um, and we're going to be able to look at it. And you're going to look at it and ask yourself, step two, ask yourself three questions. Is this serving me? So let's say I have um, <laughs> uh, this, you guys know I love these um, buzzy bands. I can't think of what they're called at the current moment. I love that I grabbed something that I can't think of. Um, they, are, it's an EMDR tool. Uh, it provides bilateral stimulation to help people. I can't find the pair, but darn it, I'm holding on to it because I'm going to find the pair at some time. Is this serving me? No. <laughs> what purpose does this feel? What is good about this? 
Well, it helps tremendously my children or me if I can't sleep, um, calm down and regulate, uh, right? Do I really want it? Does it spark joy or trust or courage or any emotion that I want to create? It, it sparks peace. I love it so much. So I'm going to put it in um, the key pile, but here's the deal. If I get through that closet and it is not there, what will I do with it? I need to make a game plan. Step three is make a quick decision. Keep it or let it go. Purge, baby, purge. Put it in the appropriate box. And step four, are you ready for this? So you're gonna, and I, I always say you have like keep, donate, trash, put in another room. You have four, four bags or four boxes. Um, and you have those out at all times during this. Um, and step four is create something new. So you might want to create like a new, you don't always need to do this, but um, you have space. So like you might want to get a new buzzy that are the, the match or maybe it's not appropriate or you're gonna create a new space um, or you're gonna create a new thought about the th items you own. Perhaps your thought is, um, my thought is I choose to stay organized and focused at all times. That was always my thought. So maybe creating some, something new in step four is just a thought that you want to have. Like I'm committed to getting rid of things so I can be organized. So just think about all of the things that you could be doing, all of the things that um, matter to you that uh, would be important for you and just really go through this. In addition, I want you to try for this week to set aside 10 minutes to tackle something. Now, if you can't find 10 minutes, five minutes, I really 10 minutes or less to do something that really that you're decluttering, you're getting rid of the things that you don't need. Perhaps, I don't even know why I have this here, but this is a wonderful example. This is from October, 2015. I still am holding on to it. Why? I, don't, I might need it at some point. So if this tells you why this, um, this conversation is very near and dear to my heart and you are not alone when you go about doing this work, please know. I got your back, sweet friends, but really it comes down to why are we holding on to things? What is your brain telling you that you can't get enough money to buy things? It really comes down to those automatic thoughts that we keep having. Like I got to hold on to this because there isn't enough abundance in the world. Or if I let go of this, this is always mine. I might need it in three years from now. Well, is it just more, is it just easier to get rid of it and buy it again? Because you probably won't remember you had it in the first place. So I just want to empower you. When you think about decluttering, it is giving yourself a gift. It is giving yourself the gift of space and freedom and clarity and purpose and intention. And I invite you 
to decide that you are worthy of living in a decluttered space. You are worthy of, of, of looking around and feeling happy about what is in your environment. And it is so important to recognize when we are saying we don't have the tools, we are not good enough. You guys know I every time it comes around, I think I need to buy a program that tells me how to declare. No, I don't. I just need to do it. And that is for all of us right now is that we need to look at what is stopping us. Because if you don't get to the root of why you aren't doing it now, you're not going to change. It's always comes down to the thoughts and emotions that drive the action. You can try to change the action over and over again, sweet friends, but it won't be long-term. So understand what is at the heart of why you are keeping material things. You guys know I am a big fan of, of like letting go so that we can see what's underneath all of our things. We use material goods as, as a buffer, as a badge to say, I am a good person when we don't know that we are good people, when we are fearful. So what does physical clutter mean to you right now? And how are you going to get out and stop it? Quick recap, let's go through it one more time. Um, the step, step one, name what you're going to declutter. Step two, ask yourself the three questions. Is this serving me? What purpose does this fulfill? What is good about this? And do I really want this? Step three is to make a quick decision. Let it go or keep it. Put it in the appropriate box or bag. And step four is create something new. Um, and that might be a new space, a new thought, whatever that might be for you. Okay, sweet friends, go out there and just take the world by storm. I'm so grateful for each of you. I'm so grateful for our time together. Please know the invitation is always open to join us in the Courageous Life Society. Hugs to you all, sweet friends. I'll talk to you um, very soon. And as always, I want to remind you, if you want more information about how to work with me, if you really um, have heard anything on this episode that you're like, wait a minute, you can go to jessicastong.com. You can learn more information about the Courageous Life Society, a group coaching membership that really helps you take all this information and apply it. And also you can get more information about one-on-one -on -one coaching. Thank you so much and have a great and courageous week, everyone.